You're listening to the Morning Drive Podcast from Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3, recapping the night that was in the world of sports. A little bit later on tonight, uh, we'll have uh, the Astros and the Diamondbacks. That'll be at 8. And then the Rangers playing at Seattle uh, tonight. And also bringing some humor to your day. Was it pretty big? Yeah. I mean, it's Impressive? It's, yeah. Was it fascinating? It was, I thought it was fascinating. It kind of smelled, but I mean. <laughs> Hear the show live weekday mornings at 6 on Double T 97.3 or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. And good morning and happy Halloween to you. It is the morning drive on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. A pleasure to welcome you to the First United Bank, Double T 97.3 Studios, where we will take your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to double T97.3.com for that or the mobile app. Benchmark hotline is open as well at 806-771-0973. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to you as well. Well, thank you very much. I mean, it's, uh, it's, not, a, uh, it's not a bonafide holiday. It's not one of those... Oh, you get school out today. No, you've got to go to work today. Yes. Uh, people may be dressed in costumes, which is it's fine. You do you, right? Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, if you go to... It's Halloween. I think go, you're allowed to dress you, up. You go, to, go, to, go to work. I mean, if, if uh, your place of business is uh, requiring that or encouraging that, then uh, like I said, go, go, forth and, uh, go forth and conquer. Well... Wasn't what we were looking for Saturday night, was it? The Red Raiders bow to uh, the Baylor Bears, forty-five to seventeen, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's just a kind of a complete beatdown, wasn't it? Yeah, top to bottom, it was pretty much uh, underwhelming. Underwhelming, pretty much. Except special teams, I thought special teams played well. Okay, I mean, that, unfortunately. Um, that's not necessarily a, an area that you want to excel in when you give up, you know, five turnovers and uh, and five. Well, I mean, points. you always want to excel in special teams. Sure, <laughs> sure. You just want your offense and defense to play better too. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, just just didn't necessarily want it to be the highlight. The highlight, right? right the highlight. Uh, didn't didn't get good quarterback play. Didn't get uh, good offensive line play, which doesn't help your quarterback. Um, and then, uh, and then, just from a uh, defensive standpoint, uh, while you had some outstanding performances, you know, maybe with, you know, along the defensive line with Krishan Merriweather and what it seemed like they were calling his name all night long. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Baylor was getting first down after first down after first down after first down. Yeah, I mean, absolutely dominated uh, your your def- def- defensive front where you were, you know, coming in. I'll at least speak for myself. I felt like. Their strength of running the football was, Mm -hmm. you know, you on defense had always done a pretty good job this season, for the most part, uh, defending the run. And I thought that was going to make for a really good matchup and one that would, you know, keep the Red Raiders in the game. But you you just, uh, well, you just just couldn't stop their run. No. Uh, 59 rushing attempts, total of uh, 231 net yards. That's an average of almost four per carry, 3.9 to be exact. Red Raiders did rush the ball 36 times for 149 times, 149 yards, uh, 4.1 yards per rush. Um, <clears throat> just from a passing standpoint, Baylor was uh, pretty effective there too. 19 of 30, 211 yards. But boy, it was 
it was just the uh, the performance. And we knew this coming in. Richard Reese, uh, 36 carries, 146, 148 yards, and three touchdowns. He was terrific. Yeah, never slowed no, never slowed down the run game. <clears throat> never, never did. Never yeah. did. Uh, passing wise, they all contributed uh, to uh, interceptions in the ball game. <clears throat> Baron Morton, eleven of thirty-four, three picks, one hundred and fifty-two yards through one touchdown. Donovan Smith was zero of two with an interception, and uh, Tyler Shuck was one of two for an interception that included a pick six. Yeah, quarterback play was not good. No, not not good. So. Uh, the uh, the first thing, take, right? Take your pick, all three of them. Take your pick, all three. How of many them. times in the history of ever have, has a team had three different quarterbacks throw an interception in one game? I I don't know. I I, I was wondering that myself. You know, I I would tell you first time I've ever remember seeing it. Well, and I would tell you this with the other two, um, they completed more to the other team than they did to our team. With uh, Smith and Shut, you know, they were they were one of four for two. <laughs> so I mean, you know. Yeah, uh, this. <laughs> what? What do you? You found that very funny. No, I just like one for two, one for four for two, right? Yeah, so not, I mean, not not that funny to yeah. the rest of us. I, I wasn't funny. I mean, I wasn't funny at all. But I mean, it's just like, you know, when you think about it, one for four for two. You know, just uh, uh let's see this. Uh, we just flat out got whipped. Yeah, yeah. There's there's no there's no question about it. Uh, I don't know about this. This person says an uninspired looking tech team and looked like no energy anywhere. I don't know about the uninspired. I, you know, I, it's hard to question what's in somebody's soul and somebody's heart. I'm yeah, sure they came out. Well, we've done it many times before, yeah, though. Yeah, right. Did you feel that way Saturday night? I I don't know. I don't know that I. I don't know that I felt that. I mean, I felt like they won every aspect of the game. Mm-hmm. I I felt like. Um, I, I I don't know. I I don't think I could go. I would go there, but it just it just didn't look like. I mean, I specifically on the defensive side, maybe I felt like that you weren't playing with the. Maybe maybe they just took it to you and they kind of ripped it away from you. The the kind of fight gusto you know? maybe. Yeah, I I don't know. Um, where I I'd been really really pleased with the defense all season long. It just felt like. I mean, everything you wanted to do, they were a step ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And both on both sides of the football, they they knew it was coming the whole time. I mean, I I feel like, um, I, I mean, I think the players got outplayed. I I think our coaches got outcoached. I think it was a it was a complete team effort. And you know what? You're not going to win that battle every time. Yeah. I mean, at some days the other team's gonna <clears throat> gonna have a better scheme than you do. I mean, that that's just the way it is. And uh, it doesn't mean you're a bad coach or whatever. It just means that on this day they got the better of us. You know, and it doesn't help when when they just held the ball forever. I mean, 40 minutes and 17 seconds to 1943. I mean, for the Red Raiders, and it it just it also seemed like the the I mean the crowd was awesome, 60,000 plus, but it never really got to a fever pitch because they didn't give you anything to get to a fever pitch about. Yep. You know, um, mm-hmm. especially like you know in the first quarter. They had the ball for almost 12 minutes, and Red Raiders about three minutes and 17 seconds. Uh, second quarter wasn't wasn't much better, 10:38 to 4:22. So, you know, basically they have the ball 22 minutes, and and you have it, you know, basically 7:45 there in the first half. I mean, we're talking about handfuls of plays, and and those weren't those weren't very good. Well, I mean the. Uh... 
the epitome of, hey, we're going to keep this offense off the field and we're going to do it by uh, dominating with the ground game. And you know it's coming mm-hmm. and you can't stop it. And you can't stop it, right. And that's yeah. where I, you know, it was the disappointing part because I feel, felt like you'd been pretty good with that all season long with yeah. your with your run defense. But uh, give them credit. I, I mean, I, I thought the game was won and lost in, in, the, in the trenches. Mm-hmm. I mean, so many football games are, but it just, I mean, it didn't take you long into this game to realize their bigs are just so much better than our bigs. Yeah. I mean, they're so much better. Yeah, and they and they they and, t- talk and about we knew that, that coming in mm-hmm. that that was their strength, their offensive line, their defensive line, and they that proved to be true. Yeah, and that's what's that's what's probably really frustrating more than anything else is when when you know what's coming. Uh, and he, Coach McGuire, talked about that during the week. He's like, you know, that's that's the thing about them that you know what's coming, and you you basically just have to you know prepare for that and and then try to stop them, and then and then you you just couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And in any in any stretch of the imagination, so um, they will uh, get back at it on Saturday. It's an 11 a.m. kick when they'll play in Fort Worth against uh, TCU, and of course TCU winning over the weekend as well in uh, Morgantown. So they're eight and zero, um, and they'll be they'll be gunning for you on uh, on Saturday, and you'll be gunning for them. So uh, Red Raiders uh, bow to. Baylor. We'll continue to talk about that throughout the morning. This morning, we'll get some comments from the head coach, Joey McGuire, as well, and uh, take you through the day. We'll have the Cowboy Hour tonight. They were winners yesterday. Also, Game 3 of the World Series uh, tonight. That'll be on Double T 97.3 at 6.30 from Philadelphia. Series level at a game apiece. Cowboys Hour will be on 100.7. The score, it's a victory Monday. It's good. Yeah, it's a victory Monday. That would have Really good win uh, yesterday over Chicago. 6-10, just getting started here on this Halloween morning, Monday, here on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3. Your morning blend of sports. K-State is uh, coming off a big win over Oklahoma. Of course, the Red Raiders off their 37-34 overtime win over number 22, Texas. And humor. Sure to tell them that. You, you suggested that. <laughs> And, of course, they got a big laugh. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. The final Monday of October and the final Monday of the regular season of high school football. It's also known as Halloween, October the 31st. And here with that is Jeff McGuire. Starting in 1943, mm-hmm. Washington Redskins Sammy Baugh passes for six touchdowns versus Brooklyn in a 48 to 10 win. 1950, the Big Cat Earl Lloyd becomes the first African American to play a game in the NBA, scoring six points on his in his debut for the Washington Capitals. There's been a lot of guys who've had that Big Cat. Nickname. Yeah, we've talked about this before. It's probably oh, we have? the okay. most, I think it's probably the most nicknamed thing ever <laughs> okay. in the history the big of sports. Cat. Yeah. Big cat. I big mean, there's cat. so many big cats. Well, I mean, the Lady Raiders have a gal they call Big Cat. That's probably where we got on the set. <laughs> That's probably when we talked about okay. it, is when you, okay. when you told us that. Yeah, Big Cat. Yeah. There, that is, there's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite, Jeff? Andres Galarraga. Andres Galarraga. That's <laughs> yeah. the first one that came to mind. Yeah. Although I never got to see Earl Lloyd play, so maybe he should maybe be my he would have been. Yeah. There was a guy that played for the Chiefs. His name was Ernie Ladd, 
uh, he also played for the Oilers. His, his nickname was the Big Cat. The Big Cat. <laughs> the Big Cat. Mm-hmm. 1972, Gaylord Perry wins the AL Cy Young Award. We just had this the other day, too, when he won the National League. Well, he was a good pitcher, Chuck. He was a good pitcher. You shouldn't, I shouldn't have to tell you that. 1973, Tom Seaver wins the National League Cy Young Award. 1988, the first Monday night NFL game played in Indianapolis. Mm. Colts beat the Denver Broncos 55-23. 1994, American tennis star Venus Williams makes her professional debut as a 14-year-old with a 6-3-6-4 win over former NCAA champion and world number 58 Sean Stafford in the Bank of West Classic in Oakland, California. And in 2014, Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, Bobby Cox, Tony La Russa, Joe Torre, and Frank Thomas are inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Nice. That's one heck of a class. Sure. That was uh, 2014. 2014. Hmm. It is National Caramel Apple Day. I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan of the caramel. I'm a fan of the caramel apple. I don't think I've ever had one. I, I think I would actually like it just mm-hmm. fine. I, although I'm not a huge, huge caramel guy, but I think they'd be fine. But I just have never had one. Uh, good one off the Yates Learning Center chat line for the big cat, Leon Lett. Yeah, I've got a whole list for you here when oh, you, you get, get done. List. Yeah, when you get done. <laughs> well then, uh, birthdays today. Vanilla Ice turns 55. Mm-hmm. Rob Schneider is 59. Nick Saban, 71. Dan Rather, 91. Jane Polly 72. Mike Napoli, 41. And Fred McGriff is 59. And on this day in 1963, Beatlemania was raging in Britain. And it was rapidly spreading across the European continent. However, the United States, John, Paul, George, and Ringo could have walked through Grand Central Station completely unnoticed. It wasn't Grand Central Station that the Beatles were trying to walk through on this day in 1963. It was Heathrow Airport in London where they just returned from a hugely successful tour in Sweden. Also at Heathrow was a, on this particular day, after a talent scouting tour in Europe, was the American television host, Ed Sullivan. The pandemonium that Sullivan witnessed as he attempted to catch his flight to New York would play a pivotal role in making the British invasion possible. Mm. And that is this day in sports history. All right, that little sound effect there indicates it's time for our secret word of the day. All you have to do is go to doubleT973.com, enter in this word, and you'll become entered in to the opportunity to win potentially $10,000. We're going to give away $10,000. The potential is you, okay? Not every name that goes into the hopper gets ten grand. Mm-hmm. That would bankrupt us. we'd have some we'd have one unhappy person okay (laughs) we'd have a lot of happy people but the one that counts the most would be the one that would be unhappy okay Mm -hmm. so we've got to keep him happy so we're just going to give away ten thousand dollars to one person but we'd like for it to be you go to double t973.com and enter this word panthers panthers p-a-n-t-h-e-r-s panthers an unfortunate ending for the panthers yesterday as Carolina looked like they were going to win on an incredible touchdown 
with just seconds remaining, 23 to be exact. Uh, it looked like uh, there was going to be a Hail Mary uh, to DJ Moore. All they had to do was kick the extra point. But DJ Moore, who's a veteran, who knows better, after a 62-yard touchdown, had to kind of showboat a little bit, took his helmet off, uh, caused an unsportsmanlike penalty call, and pushed the extra point back 15 yards. And Eddie Pinero's potential game-winning kick from 48 yards missed. Mm. Missed just to the left. If he had had... If it had been a 10-yard penalty, if it had been a 5-yard penalty. Um, excessive celebration, uh, 15 yards. It, that seems to be a bit much when you have other penalties that seem to be more egregious. But that's the penalty, and those guys know this. Don't take your hat off right. on the field. They know this. Mm -hmm. From high school, from YFL to the NFL, you're told, do not take your helmet off on the field. Mm-hmm. No showboat. But as soon as he caught that ball, he got excited, took his helmet off, wanted everybody to see him smiling face. And uh, they did have an opportunity to win in overtime. The Panthers did. But Panera also missed a 33-yard field goal. Mm. Or 32, I guess. 32 is what it was. Anyway, the mm. bottom line is Atlanta wins the ball. Uh, after the game, Moore called taking his helmet off a natural reaction, but added... You still have to know you can't do that. Uh, Panthers coach Steve Wilkes called it a learning experience. You got a list of big cats for us? Yes, I do. Okay. Do. <laughs> Johnny Bench, Andres Galarraga, Ernie Ladd, Leon Lett, Earl Lloyd, Jamal McGlure, Johnny Mize, James Williams, Cleveland Williams, mm. Rayfield Wright, mm. and somebody named Andre Vasilevsky. A hockey player from Russia. <laughs> uh, I would have told you that I didn't know that Johnny Bench went by that. Did you know that Johnny Bench was the big cat? I did not know that either. I didn't either. I didn't know that Johnny Bench was a, quote, big cat. Mm -hmm. Huh. Huh. That's, uh, that's very interesting to me. Uh, somebody that you'll see on the court tomorrow in her first appearance as a Lady Raider, they call her big cat. Katie Farrell, she's a uh, grad transfer from UT Arlington, played for Coach Gerlich there. Uh, they really like her. She's 6'1". She's, she's tough, gritty. Um, she will, uh, I think, provide a lot of leadership with this team. And they'll uh, tip it off tomorrow night at 7 against Midwestern. So kind of a tune-up, exhibition style. Okay. okay. Doesn't count for anything um, other than go out there and kind of – See what you've got and play against somebody else that's a little bit different than you and, and get ready for the season, which will start uh, November the 7th. So that, uh, that'll that be tomorrow night uh, at the arena. So her, look, for, look forward to that. Her Instagram Big name Cat. is BigCat41. BigCat41. Okay. Twitter, BigCat41 <laughs> underscore. BigCat, man. They, I mean, they, that's what they call her, BigCat. BigCat. Uh, She's owning it. Oh, yeah, she opens, mm -hmm. they open up against Texas A&M Corpus Christi next uh, Monday night. That's a 5.30 tip, okay? So look forward to, uh, look forward to that. Speaking of that, mm -hmm. that list of Jamie, it, it's surprising there aren't more, like, Catherines on that list. Like, at 
female athletes that were named. But you can't call a woman big. <laughs> unless they call <laughs> unless they call themselves big. Right. Like, it's a, like but that would be like a natural fit. Like <laughs> yeah, yes, A Rod, J Mag, I mean we can go through a list of them that, that Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Somebody wants to know if your Instagram handle is little little crouton. Little crouton, yes, it is. <laughs> yes. Please follow me. Okay. <laughs> and my dog. Yeah. Yeah, he actually has his own Instagram account. I don't. Oh, of course, right? Yeah. Because that's how it works. Mm-hmm. You can blame it on the dog. All right, we'll uh, talk. No, more. I'm going to blame it on the daughters. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, what I meant was, you could blame all your activity or your your posting on the dog. Oh, that was the dog that did that. Was what I meant. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. Right. Got to have somebody to blame it on, right? Other than you, right? Getting your sports day started the right way. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three, breaking down the biggest games. If Texas Tech does not win the Big Twelve football conference, who are you rooting? for to win the conference if Tech does not win it this year. Well, busting some chops along the way. I hold back on sending you stuff. I mean, I'm very, very, very judicious. We spend three hours a day, five right? days a week together. Why yeah. do, Why would yeah. we need to communicate during the weekends? <laughs> right. Save we it for the show. We, yeah, we, save, we do. We save it for the show. Tune into the Morning Drive live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3. Trips on the left side in a bunch formation for Morton with Brooks in the backfield alongside. Tight end right. And Morton looking left. Steps up in the pocket. He's going to run with it. And he breaks the tackle. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Red Raiders. Oh, a gutsy run by Baron Morton. Breaking tackles all the way into the end zone for the score. The Morning Drive on Double T 97.3. Not always accurate, not always fair. Just trying to be entertaining. Uh, the keyword there was try. 7.15 this morning on The Morning Drive. Thanks for being with us. Talking about Tech and Baylor from uh, over the weekend. That was a really impressive run by Baron Morton that uh, that Jeff just played uh, from uh, Brian Jensen, uh, where he stepped out basically of two tackles, got into the end zone. I was definitely nervous he was going to get tripped up there at the line of scrimmage. That was that was a great play. I feel like I've become a little bit um, looser, just maybe more expecting because of, of the, on the fourth down calls and all that. Um, that was another one where I was I was I was taking the field goal. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I was taking. I, the field I was goal there. I was doing the same thing. Yeah, I've been trying to make these decisions. Like, I, f- I feel like I've, uh, I mean, um, I've bought in a lot more than I mm-hmm. initially uh, had, and um, the success of the, the team doing it has been a reason for me to buy in. It's working, you know. So I, I but I felt like on that one, I was nervous about just the. I mean, if you don't get points here, the yeah. the momentum swing and, mm-hmm. you know, just keep yourself close, keep yourself in it. And uh, so I was thinking field goal, but I was glad that he went against what I thought. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. I was like, okay, I, I'm kicking right here. Uh, I'm, I was I was with you on that. Uh, Taj Brooks, uh, 16 carries, 98 yards, uh, total of uh, 36 totes for the Red Raiders, 149 when you take out the uh, – you know, all the negatives. Um, did you think they should have ran the ball more or tried to run the ball more Saturday night? Well, I mean, the one drive that you got going and you scored the touchdown and it felt like it was more run than pass and 
that it was Sir Roderick doing a lot of the the heavy lifting at that time. And then um, it just then after that, when you came for your next offensive possession, it seemed if I remember correctly, it was three straight passes. And so, I mean, you're trying to mix things up. You're trying mm-hmm. to keep the defense honest. I, I, I get it. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know that I had a ma- major issues with the, the play calling. Or okay. that I thought they threw it too much or whatever. I, I don't think I had issues with that. I, the only thing that I would question, okay, and this is, you know, me not being an expert on this stuff, but, and and this is funny because everybody complained last year so much about all we do is throw wide receiver screens. I'm so sick of seeing the ball thrown horizontally. We want to spread the, we want to you know spread the field and throw it down the field more. Okay, well we've seen those plays work this year. Okay, and haven't we always heard against a good defensive front? You know you want to wear those guys down, make them run east west over and over again. Wear those guys down. Was there a single wide receiver screen in this game? Not not very many. If there was if there was one, I mean it was just like yeah. we. And and isn't that an easier pass for a young quarterback? You know, it, was that because we didn't think our receivers could compete with their defensive backs on the outer on the outer edge? You know, in the blocking, I, I think at times this year that's worked well for us. At times this year it hasn't been great, but I feel like of late it's gotten a little bit better. And I just thought maybe that would slow down that pass rush, pass rush a little bit, get the ball out quicker. We just we never saw any of that. On Saturday, that I can remember, I don't remember a single wide receiver screen. Uh, Xavier White was uh, only targeted three times in the game. He had two mm-hmm. catches for 45, 45 yards. Now that I think about it, I think Xavier had one of those to the to the to tech the side. side of the yeah, field, go, going north, yeah. going north. Okay, yeah. But I mean, still, I mean, for a guy that's been one of your best receivers over the last several weeks, he only got three targets. Yeah, I mean, it just they took him took him away, and mm-hmm. again, you <laughs> you only your your starter only completed eleven passes, right? right? Eleven to thirty four. That's that's rough. Yeah, that's really rough. You know, you unfortunately completed seventeen passes, 12, 12 to your guys, and five to the other guys. Um, here is uh, here's Coach uh, Joey McGuire on uh, Baron Morton's struggles uh, during the game. I think, uh, honestly, I've got to give credit to to Baylor and their game plan. Um, I thought they did a good job of pressuring whenever they needed to pressure. I thought they did a good job of dropping seven and eight whenever they needed to. Um, You know, uh, I don't know if we we were really juiced up. Uh, We missed some things early. Uh, We overthrew Nehemiah that would have been a touchdown going into the south end zone. Um, so you know, I, I don't think it was necessarily uh, being confused or anything like that. And really the pressures came late. I thought he did a good job early in the game of throwing the ball away. And, um, you know, those guys did a good job. Uh, we had a, they had a couple of sacks where he was trying to scramble out of the pocket and they just did a good job of tripping him up. That's uh, Coach Joy McGuire. Uh, I, 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 I did. I mean, I agree with Coach that the game plan was obviously very good for Baylor. I don't think there's any way around that. I thought mm-hmm. they, I thought their defensive scheme uh, was terrific. I did look to me like Baron Morton was confused at times. And, and Coach McGuire knows more than I know, but it it he looked like he was 
having a hard time figuring out where to go with the ball. Mm -hmm. And again, when it's all coming at you that fast and you know, um, when, even if, even on the plays that you're not pressured, if six out of seven, you're pressured the seventh time when you're not, you're expecting it. You're yeah. thinking about it. It's coming, and you're not comfortable back it's there. The, it's kind of the gotcha, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this uh, from the Yates Morning Center chat line, that Donovan Smith pick was a backbreaker. I trust him to play a few tempo downs after fourth and short, just so untimely. Yeah. I mean, every one of them was was big. Yeah. Every one of them. Uh, this, we got exactly what we deserve for how we played and were coached. Uh, this, I just feel we were trying to be too cute sometimes. The two successful drives, drives you had 17 carries for the running backs. Yeah. There's been some bad situational play calling. And in this instance, no wide receiver screens. The quarterback carousel has to stop. And until the offensive line is better, you might get the same result. That from South Texas Ambassador Preston. Well, you know, they, they put Smith in a couple of times but and Shuck there at the very end just to, I guess, get him some playing time. More than more than anything else, but that that yeah, did. I don't think that's the case. What do you think that was then? I mean, you're down fourteen. You know, are you giving up on the game? I mean, you're a touchdown and an onside kick away from being in the game. Okay, it was thirty-one seventeen. When he went, if in? You, if you're just putting a guy in to get him some playing time, well, that like, would be the wrong time. Okay, well, the game was not over. I'm, again, there's like four something left on the clock. Okay, that's what I was thinking. There was four minutes left to go on the clock. There was. I'm, are you ready to pack it in? Okay, no, no. It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you're right. It was. It's the pick six immediately after he came in that is distorting. 31-17, Yeah, thirty. It was thirty-one. You're right. Thirty-one seventeen. I mean, if you are saying if they just put him in the game to get him some playing time, that means they'd given up. Okay, with four eleven to go, and you're down. I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. With, with four eleven to go, and you're down thirty-one to seventeen, and when they put him in, I, I, I guess I had given up at that point in time. I, I didn't think the odds were very good either. And there's no question. I mean, yeah. the odds are way, 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 way in your favor. But you wouldn't expect your coach to say that. No, I you mean, would he say, was, "Hey, guys, let's 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 go down the field here. We'll get we get a touchdown, okay? And then we'll, and then we'll onside kick. We we still we're still in this game. We've got a shot." Okay. You're, you're not giving up at that point. So oh. I think they put Tyler Shuck in to say, Baron Morton's really struggling. Mm -hmm. Let's see what Tyler can do. He may, Maybe he can get the fault. Maybe he can get a spark with this offense at this point. Okay. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll buy what you're selling. That's not what I was thinking at the moment. Again, a fan saying this game's over, we're going to lose, is one thing. Mm -hmm. But with 4-11 left on the clock, your head coach should not be saying that. No, and I, I, and I, I don't believe he was. No, I don't think so either. But, I mean, that's just – that was kind of my. That's kind of my. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll just try this. You know, I didn't. I didn't really feel like you had a shot at that point in time, based on how they were running the ball. I'll just be flat out honest with you. I thought the game was over. They may never have run the ball again because you scored a touchdown, got an onside kick, mm -hmm. and you went down and tied it. Okay. I mean, I, you sound like me there because I and I'm saying, you know, you know, if Joey McGuire said we're just. Putting him in the game right now, no, no, just to get him some playing time. No, you're fire him today. No, you're, right now. You're absolutely no, right now. No, you're absolutely, There's no way that's why I put him in the what game. What I meant by that is that I I didn't have that optimism that you had uh, at that moment. I didn't have optimism, but as a coach, you have to coach that way. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I I don't I don't disagree with you. Seven twenty-five this morning. I just wasn't thinking that at the moment. I was like, oh, okay, well, whatever. 
That's, that's what I was thinking. Jamie's question of the day is next. Your morning dose of coffee and sports. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. Let's see if I can guess the question. Uh, Butterfingers or Three Musketeers? Or uh, Kit Kat, or um, let's see what else. Uh, you're just a Crackle Bar or Nestle's Crunch. Crackle? I haven't seen a Crackle in a while. Yeah. Seems like the only time you see the Crackles is when they're in the little miniatures. Hmm. Right, when's the last time you saw somebody eat a Crackle Bar, just like a real one, like a regular size? It's, it's one. been quite some time. Um, I don't know if ever. Okay, the the crackle and the Nestle's Crunch to me are, are the same. Very similar, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I actually did have a piece of a Nestle Crunch this weekend. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Those you probably were, you were dying to know, weren't you? Glad, I, uh, you're super uh, glad I shared I, that. No, with you. I always glad, I'm always glad when you give us just a little bit of a peek behind your 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 big huge curtain. <laughs> Very dark. <laughs> Very heavy. I was thinking about you last night during the during the Bills and the Packers game. I, I made a comment how to terrible Buffalo played. I made a comment to our group, uh, Jamie's Jamie's motto when when after the Packers scored there, I was like, oh, they put up a little bit of a uh, run there at the end. Uh, I was expect, already in bed. <laughs> I knew that. I, I knew that. Ex, <laughs> expect the worst, hope for the best. That's what I told him. I said, uh, Jamie's Jamie's uh, theme right here for the Bills: expect the worst and hope for the best. I wouldn't have been. I went to bed with. I don't know, 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and I wouldn't have been shocked to, to have woken up this morning to Buffalo losing. Aaron Aaron Rodgers bringing them back. Uh, but, uh, the Bills did. played horrible. Man, uh, Josh Allen was not good. Well, they were good in the first half, but the second half was, yeah. you know, not so much. Packers, have got, they've got some issues. Yes, they do have some yeah. issues. And how interesting was it? The Packers, I mean, it felt like... It, it felt like... Th- you want to talk about a team just kind of giving up or what? It, it felt to me like they just said, we're going to do everything we can not to get blown out. So we're just going to run the ball up and down the field here. Mm-hmm. We're not going to try to score in a hurry. We're fine with it being a 16-play drive. I know we're down <laughs> three scores, but we're just we're just going to run. Be pedestrian here. We're just going to run the football. We're not going to let Buffalo blow us out. And Josh Allen was nice enough to throw a couple picks to keep <laughs> from blowing them out. Right. Um, but it was like the Packers, like we're not going to get blown out on Sunday Night Football. We're just gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna keep it close. We're gonna take time off the clock. <laughs> we're gonna keep it close. <laughs> and Buffalo's like, we're okay. That's fine. Yeah. We'll, we'll take your twelve play drives. Yeah, yeah. But you didn't. Those are not the, the questions that you have for me. None of them. No, those. I do have a question of the day mm-hmm. for you. Okay. On our Mondays after a loss, I've asked this question before, and mm-hmm. I like to ask it again today. Okay. Um, it seemed like nothing went well for you mm-hmm. on Saturday. So what do you come out of the game feeling good about? Well, uh, well give me a positive. Okay. Because there has to be some positives. Okay. I'll give you a positive. We don't want to spend all of the next five days being negative. Okay. I, I thought, I thought, you know, Kosai Eldridge and Krishan Merriweather, I felt like I heard their names all night long. And those two, uh, I mean, Kosai Eldridge had 12 solo tackles. 12 solos. I mean, he did not get on any assists. 
Uh, Krishan Merriweather, eight solos, four assists, total of 12 tackles he was involved in. I, I thought I thought both those guys early on, uh, especially Krishan, seemed like in the first half, it was like tackle made by Krishan Merriweather, tackle made by number one Krishan Merriweather, stop on the play by Krishan Merriweather, which I thought was, I mean, unfortunately, some of those were a little further downfield than what you wanted. But again, I, I thought, I thought, I thought that. That that was those those two guys. Uh, my walk takeaway were, I was impressed by their performances. So two linebackers played well. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Jeff struggling. wasn't pretty. Uh, and I wanted to get the stat in front of me before I like trumpeted this on top of the mountain. <laughs> it felt like Austin had a good game for the first time in forever. Granted, it was only two punts, but averaged forty eight. And had the nice 53-yard punt that was really well done. Like, it's hard to say a guy who was on the field twice had a good game, but for as bad <laughs> as he's been, this, this was a good game. And this looked more like Austin McNamara than we've seen this year. Yeah, I I agree. I, I, I thought McNamara, there was one specifically before halftime that it yeah. felt like they were going to get good field position, and he boomed it, and the... Return man had to go backwards to pull it in, and then his momentum. He actually had a negative return because of that. So I, I thought I, I would agree. I would agree. I I thought okay. I, I'm just gonna say this, and maybe this is a cop out. Maybe this is boring. I, I I like that you still actual on the field stuff. I still feel like you ran the ball well. I was impressed by Baylor's defensive front, understandably so. But the fact that you still had success running the football, it feels like in previous years when you've faced a good defensive front, not only have they dominated you getting after your quarterback, but they've shut down the run game. And it felt felt like you still were, were good running the football on Saturday. So that's one thing. But I'm just, I want to say this. I, I mean, it feel like the fact today that there are you know, Coach McGuire said missed opportunity. You know, there's hand-wringing going on today. It, we've gotten, you know, a, a year ago, we're like, here we go again. Here we go. Yeah, what would you expect? You know, in a short amount of time, we've gotten to the point, and maybe too quick, but we've gotten to the point where we all have expectations. Mm-hmm. And I think it's would be easy to look at the game and say, yep, Baylor's a better football team than you are. And I don't, I'm not arguing with that, but at the same time, playing at home, great crowd, all the above felt like you had a chance. And I think the fact that we're at a point where we're saying to ourselves, man, oh man, you, that was one you could have got and you didn't. And we're disappointed about that. It just shows you how far the program's come in a year. Mm-hmm. And I know that's kind of a cop-out answer because <clears throat> there just weren't a lot of great things that happened on the field on Saturday. But I do feel like the program has taken a big step forward. And and again, this this was one that we knew was going to be a tough game. Even though it was at home, we love to get all the home games. Knew it was going to be a tough game. Yeah. And guess what? So it's next Saturday. Yeah, yeah, and it's a road game. Yeah, um, the punt that you were talking about uh, was the fifty-three yarder uh, there with um, you know a couple of minutes left to go uh, before the end of the first half. He went 
<coughs> excuse me, punted at 53 yards to the Baylor 30, and then it was returned for a loss of four yards back to the Baylor 26. And then Baylor starts that drive with a buck 51 to go, and they um, they finish it off uh, 10 plays, 74 yards, a minute and 38 seconds, and uh, get the touchdown and go into the half 17 to three. I mean, remember this was a three three game, uh, you know, gosh, with uh, 809 to go before halftime. And then, you know, Baylor goes on a nine-play, 75-yard drive uh, to make it 10-3, and then then Tech goes three and out. Uh, that was really hard. I mean, uh, Brooks rushed for three yards, and then he went to right for a yard loss, and then Morton was sacked for a 10-yard loss, and then you had the 53-yard punt. So you just you weren't able to respond in any form or fashion, to either taking time off the clock or scoring, you know, after they scored to make it 10-3. Because I'm thinking even at that point, when that drive started with 339, I'm like, for as much as they've had the ball and for as much as they've run it down your throat, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. it's only 10-3. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then when it became 17-3. That was was big momentum. That was a... a, Obviously the points too, but the momentum was definitely took a big hit there. And you weren't able to come out in the the start of the third quarter and do anything. I mean, you... You went out in uh, second play of the of the third quarter, um, was the was intercepted, and then Baylor goes uh, right. Were right you down. thinking coach, uh, quarterback change at that point? I was. I was too. I, I was surprised that uh, Morton started the third quarter. No, I would not have been surprised at all if it had been yeah. Shuck. And I was curious: is it going to be Donovan or Shuck? My my thought was it was going to be Shuck. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be Donovan. Um, my thought was that Chuck would start the third quarter, so I was I was a, a little surprised by that. He was not asked about that um, after the uh, after the game. You're tuned in to the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three, recapping the night that was in the world of sports. That's not to say that they don't respect the run game that you have, but you're talking about one quarterback leading the the conference in passing so far this year. And remember, he didn't start the first game. Right. still play a lot though and also bringing some humor to your day I, I just don't want to disappoint you I just as much as I disappoint you I don't want to disappoint you in some things that you expect from me hear the show live weekday mornings at 6 on Double T 97.3 or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app nice to have you with us with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire I'm Chuck Hines do you guys have uh, trick-or-treater expectations for tonight 6 to 8 oh, and then, it, then it's over no that's the number that That'll show up. Oh, our house. six to six to eight. I thought you meant like six p to eight p, and then the light goes off, and then the lens go to bed. There's a long stretch with uh, no kids. The light will go off. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff, do you have any expectations tonight? No. No. Mm. Do you have Halloween candy? No. 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 I mean, we do. We're yeah. ready. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna give out it my was... address or anything, but mm-hmm. people just don't come by. Yeah. Like I, people don't trick or treat anymore. I've shared this before. They're. I would, when I, not at this apartment, but the apartment a couple of apartments ago, I was hanging out with like little kids from my next door neighbors for, mm-hmm. I'd see they were out playing. Mm-hmm. We'd goof around for a little bit on my way in. I mean, all that kind of stuff. And that year, I had a big bowl of candy ready for them to come. I was going to load those kids up. And they yeah. didn't show. Light on. Yeah. It, our light is never, our light was never on, specifically on for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't show up at all. Okay. I think it's easier, and I'm I'm not 
questioning the parents or or whatever. And I mean, I think it's just easier to do like one of those trunk or treat trunk things, or treat things yeah. where you just go to a church or whatever, a parking lot and, yeah. and you get 15, 20 different stops and, yeah. in one place and you're good. It, it makes it faster. It makes it easier. You yeah. feel like at one of those places, maybe you mm-hmm. trust people a little bit more. I mean, sure. you have no idea if, you know, you're going to open up a door and there's going to be a vicious dog run out at mm-hmm. you. I mean, and then you just... A vicious dog. A vicious one. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I'm just kidding. And then, I mean, if you drive through our neighborhood, you'll notice, I mean, I mean, one out of five houses will have their lights on. Mm-hmm. So people aren't, aren't wanting to do it. Yeah. And again, to each their own. I, I don't mean, sure. I'm not trying you to criticize you. anybody, right. but um, I don't know, just not a thing anymore. Yeah. It's kind of sad, okay. which means I'll have to eat the candy when it's left over. And then, and then I'll get chubbier. Yeah, and just what I need. Just you'll just get after it on the uh, on the tennis court and the basketball court. Uh, rage and Raider has uh, has waited. He's raged. <laughs> Tech Name loss. checks out. Tech loss. One hundred percent disgrace with one trillion percent apathy and lack of effort by all on the team, the athletic department, and all leaders at the sorry excuse for a university. I want winners now. Or does nobody at that place care? Some of our loved ones don't have next season. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. Let Sounds me like just, a threat there. Let's just go to Rage and Raider 22 days ago. Jeff, figure out what day that was after 22 days ago. Once again, athletes <laughs> treating trip to an away game as a pleasure cruise instead of a required task. Disgusted by the complete lack of effort, cameras and microphones should be shoved into each athlete's face, demanding answers why they don't want to win any championships. That was after Oklahoma State? <laughs> I don't know. 22 days ago. That would have been the ninth. Yeah, that was, oh, uh, this is a good one. This yeah. is two, um, from two months ago okay. from Rage and Raider. Jerry should man up and immediately fire McCarthy. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we get this. Can we get a shout out for the Friendship High School marching band who took second runner up at the UIL 6A competition state marching festival championships in Odessa this weekend and nice. qualified for the state finals in San Antonio for the second year in a row from Ryder's dad. Okay. All right. Well, congratulations to the Friendship yeah. Band. Uh, this, I give the trick-or-treaters about a 30-minute window. Then the ship sails. Flyover guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, nice choice, Jeff, with uh, Monster Mash. Okay. Took me a little while before I wanted to play Halloween. Uh, Clay says... The game couple- on Saturday kind of ruined any fun mm-hmm. we were going to have. Clay says this, some folks need to double up on their meds this morning. I just I just took my regular meds this morning. No no, no doubling up. Syntex Hank, overreaction Monday is alive and well. Never a dull moment. Okay. Why does Chuck always sound mad when Jeff says something but not Jamie? Uh, it's your perception, not reality. Sometimes I'm mad at Jamie too. Sometimes I'm mad at me. Sometimes I can't believe what I've said. You know, I'm just like, oh, did you really say that? Did you really need to say that? Usually when I say something kind of out of bounds, the lucky lady will say, really? What are we doing? <laughs> I did say that once on Saturday. What are we doing? What are we doing? Oh, goodness. When did you say that? I think it was a three and out. I think it was just like boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> but, you know. 
High School Fan Zone tonight at uh, 7 o'clock on 100.7 The Score. This is after the Cowboys hour. You'll hear from coaches from Estacado and Coronado. Estacado won their last game, which was last Thursday, 24-21 over Big Spring. Okay, that was uh, that was at home. Lubbock High didn't fare so well. Um, they fell this past week to Cooper on the road in Abilene, 54-7. to so we'll hear from those two coaches uh, tonight. This is the last regular season week of high school football. I feel like it's gone pretty fast. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Uh, other scores from over the weekend. Coronado beat Monterey 16-12. to I expect my mm, fire hydrant to be painted Coronado red. That must have been uh, an exciting game. Then uh, how about uh, this? Friendship won at Odessa 49-42. to So the Broncos appeared to be... A little bit maybe more of an opponent than what folks thought, right? But it's on the road. It's in Odessa. It's I don't know. You got, you got a dub. Yeah. You got a dub, right? You got a dub. Uh, then, but, man, that, I'm, I got to be honest with you. I'm still scared you're giving up that many points. Yes. When it comes postseason sure. time, I'm still sure. scared about that. Sure, but they're going to make the postseason, and that'll be progress for them. Sure, sure. You know, big, man, big, big progress for them. And anything you want to say about being scared about the defense, you can flip it over to the other side and say, man, that's a good offense. That's a good offense. That's right? an explosive offense. Right. They've got... Really good receivers and a really good quarterback, and they're fun to watch. Tascosa was a winner over Lovett Cooper on Friday night. That was a disappointment, 28-14. Six total possessions for the Pirates. Six. Six. Wow. For the whole game. Whole game. Six. Man. So Tascosa just ran the ball? But Well, both teams ran the ball. Mm -hmm. Like They're both running teams, so they're – uh, possessions were going to be at a premium, but it was six. Was it over by eight? Uh, it was over by nine fifteen. <laughs> wow! And that's the broadcast. Yeah. Uh, upon further review, Riders Dead says friendship was first runner up, not second place. First runner up, second place. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. First runner up. I and I've never understood that. It's the first runner up, second runner up, third. Run- I just it's. It's first place, second place, third place. It's just it's second place. It's it's weird. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I never understood that. They do that in a lot of things. They right? do that in a lot of things. Yeah. They, they, they do, do the, didn't they do that in your the, little the, dancing pre- pageant thing? Pageant business. Pageant yes. business. Okay. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't little. I mean, it starts <laughs> off <laughs> starts off little. It gets. It grows, okay. Sorry. It's all right. Didn't mean to offend. No, you're, you're not offended. Struck a nerve. Just, well, I mean, it's not little. I mean, it's like, I had to kind of stand up for it a little bit there. Uh, we are always ready with tons of candy. The most kids we have had is 23. Makes it hard for hubby and me after having to lead all the, eat all the leftovers. It's a tough yeah. deal. Mm. You've been listening to the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. For more from Lubbock Sports Station, go to double T973.com.